the Lord. Hallelujah. We bless the name of the Lord. We thank God for tonight and for all of you who want to pay attention to God. We have a heritage that is far greater than whatever this world has, and that is Jesus Christ. Amen. We are trusting God to understand how we can advance in our walk with God by acting on what he says to us. You know, it's very important. If a person can catch that revelation of hearing, understanding, and acting on what God has said to him, there is no way that that individual will not experience God in his walk. And so tonight we just want to trust God for this understanding. Praise the Lord. Heavenly Father, we will continue to give you glory and thanks because there is no one like you. We just sang. You are the God of the earth, the God of the heavens. You are the God of the nations. You are the Father of those who believe you. And we are privileged tonight to be gathered not to any man, but unto you for your word. And so we ask that your word will not come to us anyhow. For we know that your word carries spirit. For Jesus said, the words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. Tonight we ask you for the spirit word and for the word that produces life. To come to us in the name of Jesus. To establish us in you. So that in this life, we will walk worthy of you. We want to be found pleasing you. We want to be found acting on all what you have said to us. And so Lord, visit us. And let what we are asking for be a reality in the name of Jesus. Thank you for utterance and thank you for hearing. In Jesus' name we have prayed and everyone said, How to act on what God has said is very important. You would notice that God created man in his own image and he gave him the freedom of choice. The reason of giving him the freedom of choice is because he made him like himself. That man will use his own freedom given to him to obey God. Praise the Lord. That's what God has done. And so you will see that right from the beginning, 
it had to do with saying and it had to do with obeying. So in Genesis chapter 2, verse number 15 to 17, the Bible says, Then the Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to tend and keep it. The responsibility of man was to keep and to tend it. In other words, see to it that everything is well. And the Lord God commanded man. Listen, and the Lord God commanded man, saying, Of every tree of the garden you may freely eat. But of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat, for in the day that you eat of it you shall surely die. If you look at the scripture, and you look at what God said, and you look at what man had, it tells you how important to hear and to obey. Praise the Lord. Several times we have had this experience from different ones because we go out there to preach. And it's so, it's, it's a very common question that comes to us from people. Why? Why? Is it that God knew that the eating of this fruit will create problems for man and yet he allowed it to be so? <laughs> most people ask that question. Look at us. Look at how we are suffering. Why? But we always forget that God created man in his image and gave him a freedom of choice to obey him. Praise the Lord. And so we, we see here the question that has bugged many minds, which is still rolling. We see here how God tackled it. He said, this is my earth. I put you in charge. Turn it. Make many things out of it. You want to build houses? Build. Replenish it. Multiply. Increase. Man says, you, Mate. And then, God comes and he says, listen, you are in charge. I can only tell you this truth. This tree of knowledge of good and bad. It's not necessary for you, but I'm telling you. So you know what, is, what this tree is about. You don't need to eat it. For the day you shall eat its fruit, you will die. You will die. Brethren, God issues commands. God issues his word. And I want us to know the reason why the whole world is now suffering is just the simple instructions. Look at 
how the whole world with everything in it was for man. But just one tree that God said, for the day that you shall eat, give me verse seven, or 17, but of the tree of knowledge of good and of evil, you shall not eat. You shall not eat. Can't you see how simple it is? Can you imagine all the things that were in the world at this time? The animals, the fruits, the trees, the, the, I mean, I can't list them. And then he speaks out and he says, this particular tree is the only one you ought not to eat its fruit. Because you will be inviting death to your life. And then man, we all know the story, that's, what we, that's not what we want to talk about tonight. So I will skip that off. Satan comes around and he says contrary. And man who had but did not act on it, ate. And now we find ourselves condemned to death until Jesus came. And whosoever who will hear and believe shall be saved. Praise the Lord. And so brethren, how to act on what God has said, I see it as the bedrock of our work and our eternal hope in God. Hearing Understanding and obeying is all that matters for us as far as God is concerned. You see, this particular scripture in Genesis 2.17, every time I looked at it, I said, ah, how simple. How simple. They were, the man was not told seven things to keep him from death. Man was not told ninety things to keep him from dying. He was told only one thing that will bring you death. And man could simply not obey. And so may I say to us all tonight, including myself, how to act on whatever God says to you is very important. Praise the Lord. How not to neglect whatever God says is so important. We are privileged to be coming to church. We are privileged to be studying. We are privileged to be hearing. 
May I say, your obedience to what you hear from God will make you a different person. Hallelujah. Let's move into another practical thing that I saw with a nobody man that God lifted up and told very clearly the same. The reason why I'm starting from the beginning is that may I say to you that it is also the same thing you and I are going through. Praise the Lord. In First Samuel chapter 1, chapter 15, verse 1 and 2. First Samuel 15, 1 and 2. You listen to this. Samuel, who is a prophet of God, a messenger of God. The Bible was not there, so God had to speak to his prophet, selected men who could hear him, to give instructions to him that they may pass it on to his people. Samuel was one of them. Also said to Saul, the Lord sent me to anoint you. Praise the Lord. Can I hear you say amen? Thank you. Augustine, it's so good to see you. Praise the Lord. The Lord sent me to anoint you. Ah, it's a matter. The Lord sent me to anoint you. The Lord called you to be born again. Praise the Lord. The Lord drew you to come to Him. You are sitting here tonight. You are on the screen in your house. May I assure your heart. Your salvation just didn't come like that. God is the one who did it. Praise Him for that. Send me to anoint you. King over His people. Over Israel. Now therefore. Heed the voice of the words of the Lord. Set back. Thus says the Lord of hosts. I will punish Amalek. For what he did to Israel. How he ambushed him. On the way when he came up from Egypt. This is what God said. I have my plan. I have chosen you Saul. My worry was. What the the words that God gave. To the prophet to speak. To Saul. That's where my worry is. In the verse number 1 when he said to Saul, The Lord sent me to anoint you over his people, over Israel. Then he started, Now therefore, heed 
the voice of the words of the Lord. Hallelujah. You have been anointed to do unusual things. You have been graced. You've been, you've been given grace to live for God. What will make you be able to live for Him is what He said. He the voice of the words of the Lord. Brother, sister, what will make you live to be found pleasing God who has saved you and me is when we shall heed and obey the words of the Lord. We all know, we all know very, very well. Most people in this church that I can see you tonight, you know the story here. The brother violated and broke this portion of the scripture, heed the voice of the words of the Lord. As soon as the prophet spoke to him that the essential thing is what I'm going to tell you is what you must do. He gave the precaution like God gave to Adam that the day you shall eat of this fruit, you sh- the fruit from this tree, you shall die. Are you listening to me? That is how Christianity is. I know you are saved. But we have come to a point when God requires only one thing that brought man down in Genesis. That brought Kensaw down in the book of Samuel. That is bringing many people down even in a Christian race. Is that heed the voice of the words of the Lord. Hallelujah. So when we say how to act on what God has said, it is very important. We, we, want, to, we want you to see how man failed. And then we move into how important it is to heed. So this man was carefully told, heed, T-A, T-A, heed means T-A. Sani something something ojuba. Sani ohe or something like that ojuba, hello. Ah, it's even solid. Listen carefully. Hallelujah. And the man leaves that place. You know, I thank God for the book of Samuel. I, it's one of the books I love. It's, it's a practical book. 
He leaves that place. And then what God told him, he began act contrary. Contrary to what God said. And when he had the opportunity to be asked why he did that, but Saul spared. Listen to this. But Saul spared Agag and the best of the sheep, the oxen, the fatlings, and the lambs, and all that was good, and were unwilling to utterly, you remember the word utterly destroy, utterly destroy them. But everything despised and worthless, that they utterly destroyed. Now the word of the Lord came to Samuel saying, I greatly regret that I have set up Cain so as, uh, set so as Cain, for he has turned from following me and has not performed my commandment. And he grieved Samuel and he cried out to the Lord all night. Sister, you are here tonight too. I want to tell you, if we are going to have favor with God and have his attention from on heaven, there is only one thing that is important. How to act on whatever he tells you is very critical. Praise the Lord. Very, very important. How do we do it? What is it that makes it so difficult for man? That after he has heard, he refuses. You know, any time I talk about the subject of hearing, I always taught it in the sense of individuals. Praise the Lord. I always looked at it from the viewpoint of Dennis. How are you going to walk with God? I never want to associate this matter in a plural sense of how are we? Because many people can hear the same thing. But it is the individuals that will make the difference. May you be such an individual. In the name of Jesus. He did something else. Because we saw clearly. And saw. Because when the prophet came and he was talking. And saw has turned. He didn't say and the people. He said and saw has turned. The people added their own to it, but and Saul attend. And so you are here tonight. God has promised us a very important word as much as he spoke to Adam in the beginning and said, My son, we are going to have a good time together. If only you will decide that whatever I tell you, you will stay on course to do it. 
Therefore, this tree here, in the center here, there is something that it carries. Knowledge of good and of bad. Your duty is not to take the fruit to eat. God was so clear. And I pray that from now on, whatever you can hear from the word of God, Whatever that becomes very clear to you from the sermon, from the book of Christ. I plead in the name of Jesus that you will personally decide that this is what I heard and this is what I will do. Hallelujah. If you can move from any standpoint. And establish yourself in your heart to say, this is what I'm going to be living my life for. That whatever God tells me, I will do. You will be a blessed man. Amen. How do we do it? How do we solve this problem? Jesus gave a lot of Examples and explanation to this truth. Let me look at Luke chapter 8 verse 18. How important and emphatic Jesus was. Jesus therefore said, take heed how you hear. Mm. Who, for whoever has. To him, more will be given. And whoever does not have, even what he seemed to have, will be taken from him. Now listen. The most important thing is that you have something. You are saved. You are blessed. When you will now hear God and will act on it, what you have will be increased. When you will disobey the voice of the Lord, what you have will be taken away from you. Let me look at this scripture in NLT, the same in NLT, and see what it says. I think it comes out so clearly and beautifully. It says, so, pay attention to how you hear. Praise the Lord. So, pay attention to how you hear. To those who listen to my teachings, more understanding will be given. But for those <clears throat> who are not listening, even what they think they understand will be taken away from them. How you hear? How? How did you hear the matter? How did you understand it? And how are you going to act on it? So, it's very clear to me that many people, they hear, but they don't listen. Ah, Pastor, what are you saying? 
That is what I'm saying. They hear, but they do not listen. A listening person is the one that gets it and understands it. That's why the same Bible says that when a man hears the word of God and he does not understand, Satan comes and takes it away from him. And so, the how is very, very critical. I think there is something, I think there is something in Matthew chapter 13. I've read it. Matthew chapter 13, verse number 10. We will read it from NLT. Let's, let's look at this. Yes. His disciples came and asked him, why do you use, use parable when you, are, when you talk to the people? He replied, You are permitted to understand the secrets of the kingdom of heaven, but others are not. To those who listen, naha, to those who listen to my teachings, or my teaching, more understanding will be given. And they will have an abundance of knowledge. But to those who are not listening, even what little understanding they have will be taken away from them. Then the verse number 13 is what is exciting. That is why I use these parables. For they look, but they do not really see. They hear, but they don't really understand. They don't really listen or understand. May you hear and understand in Jesus' name. See, I love the NLT. Puts it blunt. So, the problem with the church is not because there's so much magnifying of the devil standing in to resist. But the issue had to do with understanding, or first of all, hearing and understanding. That is what it had to do with. In other words, if we will now listen to God and understand Him, brother, nothing shall be impossible to the one who had listened and said this is what God has said and decided to act on it. Nothing shall stand against you. Nothing will be able to stand against you. Possibly we will pray if we have time. And I think I will create it. That we will ask the Lord to help us to begin to understand, to begin to hear. Praise the Lord. I think it's in Hebrews chapter 2 or chapter. Let me have a look. Don't have it here. But I know that he said something very important in the book of Hebrews. Yeah. Um, therefore, chapter 2. <clears throat> Hebrews chapter 2 verse 1. 
So we must listen very carefully to the truth we have heard. Or we may drift away from it. For we must listen carefully to the truth we have heard. Or we may drift away from it. Verse 2. For the message God delivered through angels, I love this portion of the scripture, has always stood firm. And every violation of the law and every act of disobedience was punished. So what makes us think we can escape if we ignore this great salvation that was first announced by the Lord Jesus himself and then delivered to us by those who heard from him. Verse number four, last one. God confirmed the message by giving signs and wonders and various miracles and gifts of the Holy Ghost whenever he chose. Praise the Lord. <clears throat> Why I came to Hebrews is Hebrews is relating something very important. The, the messengers which God sent to bring the word to people in those days, because they didn't have the Holy Ghost to have them talk to them directly. Only few of them had that in the Old Testament. And so when Zechariah was told by the angel that you are going to give you're going to have a baby. And then when <clears throat> Zacharias had a little doubt concerning what the angel said, the angel was very angry. I don't think that it was God who told the angel to do that. But the angel was furious to say, I stand in the presence of the Lord and God has told me something to come and tell you and you don't want to accept it. You don't want to believe it. You will be dumb. Now, when he pronounced dump on the man that you won't speak, this has happened. What authority did the angel have? He had authority because he heard from the Almighty and he knew that his words will never go back to him without accomplishing. Praise the Lord. And so, when the Bible says that the words of angels, if were not taken, they could still do something about the fact that you didn't take the messenger's message, then God is saying in that. Therefore, it's important that we listen carefully to the truth we have heard, or else we may drift away from it. So there is a risk to any man who hears the word of God and does not really understand or act on it, it will not remain there forever. You will be drifted from it. This is why it's important that tonight we now decide and possibly pray and ask the Lord that, Lord, you may help me and give me such an understanding heart that I, instead of living in fear, if you told me, don't be afraid, I will not be afraid because this says, little flock, don't be afraid. Last year he told us. And this year he says that to any man who hears, understands is the blessed man, it is absolutely a blessing that you will be blessed 
for hearing the word of God. And so I want to plead with us. We have found ourselves in the stage where now God is speaking expressly to say that I am telling you this, even though it may seem as if some counter instructions and different things may come in. I still want you to know that I'm the one who has spoken it to you and it shall come to pass. Praise the Lord. I beg of you tonight in the name of Jesus that we now must rise up as saints who will now listen carefully. That's why I love what Hebrews, the way Hebrews put it. He said, we must listen very carefully to the truth we have heard. To the truth we have heard. If the word of God has come to us, we must listen carefully and continuously insist that this is what I heard from the Lord and I'm not budging, I'm not changing my stand because God will do something for those who hold fast to what He has said. Hallelujah. It's very important. The more I look at these things and by the grace of God I am held by the Holy Spirit, I have come to the conclusion that your understanding what God tells you and your obedience to staying at whatever tells you is what makes the difference in the life of a person. It is, that's it. It doesn't need any extra anything than just as Lord, this is what you promised me and I thank you for it. I see it. I am excited about it. You can never be disappointed when you begin to walk like that. That's why we must very carefully listen to the truth we have heard and stay on it. This is very important. Brethren, those here and those at home, tonight... My encouragement is that we thank God that God has not decided not to talk to us. But He is carefully talking to us and He is asking us that we may continue to listen and to hold firm to what we are hearing and to act on it. As we do, we will be blessed. In the New King James... Therefore, we must give the more earnest heed to the things we have heard. Least we drift away. I, I love this. That's why I love church. That's why I love Bible. That's why I love to listen to God. Those of us who have come to the stage where we think we are tired of listening, I want to say that take that thing off immediately because as we hear, faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing and with faith everything shall be possible. Praise the Lord. Never be tired. Never grow weary. Those of us who have resigned from the fellowship Together because of pandemic and other things, I want you to know that you will never catch pandemic here. You won't. 
Because you are coming for something that deals with it. He sent forth his word to heal. He did. He sent forth his word to deliver. And the word of God is delivering. I am full of testimonies. I'm hearing the word of God. Even for those by virtue of whatever that they caught this virus. Ha! It's under subdued. It's under subdue. It's under subjection. Because God is faithful to his word. Brethren, may we not treat the word of God as words of men. Is the Hebrews 2.13 or so? There's something there. No, First Thessalonians. First Thessalonians 2.13, something like that. That we may not treat as words of men. Is that the same? Use King James, please. New King James. Now, for this reason, we also thank God without ceasing because when we... Re- ah, that's it. For this reason, we also thank God without ceasing. Because when we receive the word of God, which you had... When you receive the word of God, which you heard from us, you welcomed it not as words of men, Pray not as word of men, hallelujah, but as it is in the truth, the word of God, which also effectively works in you who believe it. Brother, the issue is not Pastor Dennis is standing here and talking. If you will receive it as the word of God, effectively it will work. I have come to. You see, all I need now in my life is just a word that God will speak to a situation. As soon as I can hear God speak to a situation or the Holy Ghost prompting me that go and have a look at what I have said here and see that this promise that I give unto you, if it will not come to pass. As soon as I hear that, all I need is to meditate on it day and night and let it form in my heart. That is the miracle. Because his word cannot be reversed. Praise the Lord. And so Paul writing to Thessalonians, he said, for this reason, we also thank God without season. Because when you receive the word of God which you heard from us, sometimes some of us have become, let me use the word carefully, we have become so proud that we don't even revere what is being said to us anymore. We choose rather to watch football than to tune in to listen to the word of God. We choose rather to listen to debate than to listen to the word of God. May I say to us, please, hear what God says. For this reason we thank God without ceasing. Because when you receive the word of God which you heard from us, God will speak but through a vessel. Hallelujah. May you never neglect the voice of your pastor. May you never neglect the voice of the one that speaks the word of God. By all means, God works with man. And as you hear and you apply faith to your heart, you will see the glory of the Lord. See, this is the word of God. It's so written. It's never changed from the statue 
of First Thessalonians 2.13. It won't change until Jesus comes. For this reason we also, can we see it in NLT? I haven't looked at it from that, but I think it can be beautiful. Therefore we never stop thanking God that when you receive his message from us, you did not think of the words as mere human ideas. You accepted what we said as the very word, uh, as the very word which, of course, it is. <coughs> very word, very word of God, which, of course, it is. This word continues to work in you who believe. This word continues to work in you who believe. This word continues to work in you who believe. This word continues to work in you who believe. This word will work for those who are hearing and believe the word of God. It will work. Brother, never. You need a miracle. As you hear the word of God being preached, speak your heart to say, Lord, I have heard it. And I'm holding on. And it shall happen to you. Jesus was so particular. You see, we, we didn't even have time to talk about it in the Matthew chapter 13 verse number. When he, he was talking to the people, he said, the reason why I speak to them in parable is that they, are, they haven't even received the light. So, I have to talk to them in a language that they will not understand because in any way, it will not help them. But to you, a child of God who is here tonight, who is hearing the word of God consistently, I pronounce to you, you are a blessed man. Why? Because to you, it is given that you may understand. And to others, they may say, what is he shouting about? To others, what is he talking about? But to us, we know that is the word of the living God. See, many people have come to the point in their lives, everything is being treated casually. Everything, including attendance to church and the fellowship of the brethren, including the hearing of the word of God, has been trampled in their lives. But I say to you tonight, whoever is hearing me, you are a blessed person. And this shall be a sign to you that God's word is true. Take your heart to it. Many are becoming tired towards the word of God. May it not be for you. In the name of Jesus. Not at all. May it not be for you. Already there is something that has been deposited in you. And that thing can only grow and perform when the word of God is received. It will stir it up. That's why in the Matthew portion he talked about the fact that if you do not understand, even the little that you have will be taken from you. That's how it is. I thank God you are standing at the right place. I thank God I'm standing at the right place. The place I'm standing is that I am in Christ Jesus. And to me, it is given to understand. And to because I understand, more shall be given to me. And to you, you, you are standing well in Christ Jesus. And because you are standing well, more will be given. And more will bring you blessings. I cannot thank God enough. I, I, I feel my thanking of God is even so limited. What can I add to it to make it so big? 
when I could hear God clearly, go tell my people that I am speaking to them. And to anyone who will hear, that person will be a blessed person. That's it. That is it. And so I want to encourage you. When are we going to move our thing up there and do something about it, Kek? It's very important. So that we will stay with the word of God. A blessed man is the one who hears the word and keeps it. Hallelujah. Brethren, I am getting excited about my, my life and my Christianity and my walk with the Lord. The reason is because it is the only solution. It is the only solution. You remember last Sunday I told you, by the Spirit of God, that many things will be said contrary to the Word of God. Because we live in such generation, when you will, somebody, a man will say, my wife, to another man. And I said to you that when you hear those things, don't ever come to, don't let your system accept it. Continue to frown against it. Because that's how the devil is going to do things. He, we are going to walk in this crooked generation. And a lot of things will be just splashed on us. But we know only one voice. My sheep hears my voice. Stay with what God says. And we shall be blessed. Praise the Lord. But he said, more than that. Blessed are those who hear the word of God and keep it. Why we are talking about how to act on what you, God has said. I want you to know that hearing is important. Let me tell you this before we pray. I know that many people have brought themselves into a level where they think, if only my pastor can do this. Don't think like that. Let your thinking be. If only I can hear him, it shall be well. Where the pastor would come in and God instructs that today this is it. You yourself will be informed. In this church, we've had about three testimonies of such. I remember one temptation service. A sister testified. She had suffered for something which was like a chronic disease. She said when she was coming to the impartation service, she said she heard that today, Pastor Dennis will come around and will lay his hands on you. He will walk and will touch you. If he does, this will be the end of the matter. And I didn't know anything about it. I was just ministering and ministering and I was so happy, saturated. I got to where she was sitting. I decided to walk. It was in that, I think it was here. Somehow I was walking. I didn't know it was the instructions of the Holy Ghost, but thank God it was. So I got preaching, preaching, and then I touched the sister and the thing vermuted. It went. No, the reason why I'm telling you this, not for clapping, listen to me. The reason why I'm telling you this is that I am not the one. God already informed her when she was coming. And she listened carefully. And so she said, when I started moving, she said, eh, she has to get, he has to get there. 
So when I touched, he said, Now, Sanino Kokemi on the way. Ebami. Ah, Jesus is good. Brethren, what I want us to know is that how we hear is important. So if you're coming to church, could it be that today I sense as if God will say something? Today I sense as if God will do something. As soon as you have that, just believe it. And whatever he tells you, he says that pastor will say, let's pray about this. And as soon as you hear the man say, pray about it, you just say, no, no, I know it. You just pray, receive it. The pastor may not even be aware. You would only come and say, do you know the Lord has done it? That's what I want us to do. Can we stand for a moment because I promise we will do before Nana comes in. Will you ask the Lord, please, brethren? Lord, I just want to hear. See, this has nothing to do with I'm a pastor, I'm a church member, I'm born again. It is just instructions. If only you can hear, you will be blessed. Lord, open my ear. When I listen, when I hear you, may I listen. Show me. Because we have reached a stage in our lives that this is what is going to let the sheep be separated from the goat. Those who can hear, would you ask the Lord for your own life that your word will always become alive to me. Your word, your word. Just two minutes prayer. Thank you, Father. I never want to trample on your word. Because I got to know that you have exalted your word above your name. Lord, I got to know that the word spoken from you carries the power to create. And so I pray tonight that you will give me understanding here every time to hear. Lord, I beg you in the name of Jesus. And I plead for all of my brothers and sisters who are here. And those who are listening, who have tuned in, Lord, may they also tune in to heaven. May they tune in to your word. Oh, Malonda, Father, the spell that is cast upon the face of the earth, that is making many dull. Tonight, in the name of Jesus, we ask that it be broken. That there will be a stirring for your word and a desire for your word. In the name of Jesus. <clears throat> we agree tonight because we, we, we just know that you sent forth your word to do the work. Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus that the word of God that has come forth will hit household, will hit the heart of man. In the name of Jesus. Cause us to be excited about your word. Cause us to see the revelation of what the word of God is doing in our time. You have said it several times. 
Therefore take heed carefully to what you hear. For with what you hear, more will be added. I pray tonight, O God, for everyone in the name of Jesus, that we will not trample on your word. We will not take your word for granted. Therefore, let your word come to us forcefully by the Spirit of God. In the name of Jesus. Let's not read it as if we are playing. May we read it with understanding and a committed heart. In the name of Jesus. Father, let the power of the word of God come to us one more time. We bless you and thank you for hearing us. In Jesus' name. Amen.